We want to thank you for tuning in to Impact Radio, a program in partnership with Mark Lugo Ministries, a ministry that's focused on raising strong families. Follow us on Facebook at Mark Lugo Ministries, on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Mark Lugo Min, or visit us online at www.marklugoministries.org to learn about upcoming events and how to be a financial partner. Our text to give code is 210-987-9333. Until next week, let's continue to build strong families, communities, and cities through Jesus Christ. Welcome everybody back to Impact Radio. We're excited to be with you this week and uh, to share with you some amazing things that God is doing and to introduce uh, an amazing uh, man of God who is doing some amazing things for God. My wife and I just want to thank you for tuning in with us uh, once again. And uh, we th- want to thank you for uh, sharing the love on our social media outlets, uh, you sharing our post, um, you commenting, liking, uh, you know, just different things like that. You know, there's that, that open communication through those outlets. And we're just thankful for you for, you for that. Uh, I, I w- also want to remind you that you can listen to you don't have to be in your video you know in front of a radio or in your car to listen to kdry we're in this 21st century there is an app for that you know so (laughs) you can download the kdry app and it's an amazing tool you can listen to from anywhere around the world and uh, with your app and tune in live and we come out on on sundays at 2 30 p.m and also at 10 p.m. So whichever one you're listening to, let us know which one uh, that uh, is most convenient for you. We would like to know when you listen when you're listening. And also, uh, we uh, for replay, you can download the podcast. We're on Spotify. Uh, we are. Uh, you can download the Anchor app or Spotify, iTunes, and look for us th- through Mark Lugo Ministries, and you will see all of our past shows on there. And, uh, and listen on replay, and you can share that with your friends. A lot of people that come on ask us, well, how can I share this with uh, a friend of mine or with our, our audience? And if they miss the show, so you get a chance right there in the podcast to share that out to all your, your friends and family. So help us out and uh, share the, um, share the, help to spread the word of all these different guests that we have on because, Man, God is doing some amazing things and with his body all across the U.S. and all across our city. And, and we're, just, we're just blessed um, and with, with so, much, so many people that have a, such a heart to serve him. So our guest today is uh, Joshua Young. So Joshua Young, welcome to, our, welcome to the show, Impact Radio. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So I can't get, you know, you are, uh, I can't get away in, in uh, can't wait to get into your your story, your testimony. I, I couldn't come out. You know, I, know I was going to drink some more water. <laughs> My mouth is a little dry, you know. But um, so where were we? No, just kidding. <laughs> so can't wait for, for everybody to hear your story. And, uh, you know, you wrote a book. And uh, so you, you got to give us a – I'm going to say this word here of how he presents himself, but he's going to give us a definition. Uh, he's a poetic abolitionist. Yes, yes. Author. And uh, so, so many titles, speaker, and, and that God's doing through his ministry. So poetic abolitionist, can you tell us the definition of what that is? Yeah, so um, I was looking up the definition online, and I couldn't find a definition for the word anywhere. So I figured that God had left that 
directly for me. So mm-hmm. I came up with the definition, and the definition is that a poetic abolitionist is one who seeks to abolish spiritual, mental, physical, or emotional slavery through the mm-hmm. gift of creative communication. I wow. truly believe if you free the mind, it's not too long after that the body will follow. Mm, that's good. That's powerful. That's most powerful. Thank you. So, so you, um, so you from San Antonio? Where are you from, brother? I was born in Mojave, California. My dad was in the Air Force, so we went around a couple of places, but we ended up here. So I've been pretty much I was raised here in San Antonio. Yes, I was a baby yeah. in California, and I haven't been yeah. back, but I want to go back. <laughs> Yeah. And I'll probably try to make my way back this year. Yeah, so. that that's a um, military town. So a lot of people end up in San Antonio because of military. Yeah. And so you remind me of my son. He, my, my youngest son, he was Joseph. He was born in South Carolina. So we, you know, we have, he, the last time he was there, he was two years old. He doesn't remember. So we, <laughs> we want to take him back. You yeah. Know? yeah. One day we'll take him back, you mm-hmm. know, and, and uh, to go and uh, talk about his his hometown we always mm-hmm. talk about his older brother yeah born in san antonio texas he's like sometimes he wonders like okay guys you <laughs> yeah. know because we'll say like that's where brother was born and that's yeah. you know where brother would go and play and he's like where was i born <laughs> yeah. he's like am i adopted no you were just born in a different state so yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah so yeah, so you reminded me of that. You know, so you gotta we gotta take him back someday yes. soon. Yeah, you gotta go back to where your roots were. You know, yes. yeah. even yeah. though Mojave is the desert, I still want to go. <laughs> I feel like there's something for me there that I just need to yeah. go see where I was from, man. Yeah, you know, where I was born. Yes. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So um, you recently um, wrote a book. Yes. So tell us about that journey and and what your book is about. Okay, so. Um, in high school, I had three subjects that I hated the most, which was reading, history, and, and writing. Okay. I never, ever thought that I'd ever write a book. It wasn't a passion of mine or anything, but it's funny how God works. So yes. He has me writing a book about my history, mm-hmm. you know, that people are going to read. Mm-hmm. And um, it came on the 11th of February, 2017. Um, it actually started with a dream. I'm not really going to go deep into the dream because it's very, very... Um, there's so much that goes into it, but the prologue is pretty much written from the dream. And um, I'll just give a little piece that in the dream I ended up being, I found myself traveling across a body of water to this island mm-hmm. with the prison in the center of it. Mm-hmm. And so it was me and it was a tour guide and two other people that I was familiar with, but I didn't quite know where I knew them from. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. We finally get to the to the island and we walk up to the prison and there's no power going to the prison. But um, just the sunlight from the out from the the light from the outside from the sun was shining in. Okay. But the further you looked into the prison, the darker it got. Mm-hmm. At some point in time, as I'm going in there and I'm with the tour guide and he's to- taking me all around the prison, it's it's vacant, you know, it's an abandoned prison, mm-hmm. and he's just showing me what everything was, the walls, how thick they were, how you can't escape from it. And at some point in time, I end up getting locked inside the prison. The prison comes back to life. I get all the light gets sealed out. Something shuts the door on me, and I'm locked inside of there. Mm-hmm. Everything comes back to life in the prison, and mm-hmm. it's, 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 as if it was operating in the past. So huh. all of a sudden, there's an apparition coming to me, and the different apparitions that came at different times ended up representing three different aliases I had in the streets. The first alias I had was lunatic around the age of 17, 16, 17. Mm-hmm. And then there was one where I come up to another one, and he represents looks like me from my 20s. Okay. And that was one when they called me Tombstone. Mm-hmm. And then the third one was when they called me Stone. That was the third alias I had. And at some point in time, I get 
drugged down into the heart of the prison. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm locked up into this spot. And in the cell, in the cell that was to the left of me as a little child, okay. and it represents, it end up, as I started seeing all these things, the Lord started bringing all together the dream. It was showing me that that child represents my inner child. And some things that happened when I was um, a child back with an authority figure in my life. And mm-hmm. it just started showing me how my soul, my, my intellect, my will, my emotions would have been locked inside of this prison mm-hmm. in this dark area from what happened to me back at eight years old in a dark room. And it was like the Lord was saying, it's time to free that inner child so that you can be free. It's mm-hmm. time to free your soul out of prison. And so there's a scripture that really just set the whole book off for me. Mm-hmm. And it was when David was in the cave of Adullam in the dark by mm-hmm. himself. Mm-hmm. And he prays. It's Psalms 142, verse 7. It says, Bring my soul out of prison that I may praise your name. The righteous shall surround me, for you will deal bountifully with me. Mm-hmm. And it just confirmed my dream for me. And then there from there, I just started writing. And so, mm-hmm. of course, I'm a poet. I love that's one of my best ways I communicate. And I just started writing. Pieces started coming to me. Yeah. And next thing I noticed, I started noticing it's a book. And it just started coming together, and uh-huh. I just let the Lord do what he was doing, and he was my gift, and here we have it now, you know? Yeah, yes. wow. Yeah, amazing, amazing. So, and, and it's it's so true uh, to a lot of people, even in the body of Christ. You know, you don't have to you be saved or unsaved and bound by something. Yes. And um, a lot of people have set up their own prisons within yes. their minds, within their, themselves, and they, they can't escape, the, you know, that or at least they think they can't. Yes. And and it, it always helps when somebody brings it to their attention, you know, or talks about it. What I learned about deliverance is a lot of times it's uh, the first thing is awareness. Yeah. If you are aware that something is going on or then then you you're you're more than likely to take that next step of yes. wow, that this is a problem. Now I need a solution. And if you're that person in front of them that's offering that solution of freedom, which in, in our case, it's Christ is the ultimate freedom, yes, right? Of setting yes. the captives free. Yes. Then that person is set free and they can begin to live the life that God has intended them to live. That's right. That's right. So we need, you know, the abolitionist. And in, in, in your case, that God is using poetry yes. to help set the captive free. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, which is very, very powerful. What are some things that, that your book... Maybe you've heard testimonies of, and also we'll be talking about this too. That you 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 go and you speak to young adults, you speak to to youth, and uh, from their they're in detention centers. Yes. That in things that have bound them, and yes. they're they're physically bound, right? Yes. yes. They're they're in a cell. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, and but there's actions that gotten them there. Yes. So how do you help these guys to, you know, what are some tools that you use or what do you see that's, that's bound, you know, keeping these kids bound? One of the um, things that I've learned that I've noticed is it's an identity issue, mm. you know, broken identity. Mm-hmm. See, since I do believe in the Bible and I believe that the Bible is the, is the word of God, the infallible word of God, and that's the yes. foundation of everything, I don't try and conform the Bible to me. I, try, I conform myself to the Bible. Mm-hmm. That's right. So in 1 Thessalonians 5.23, it shows you that we're made spirit, soul, and body. The center of those is the soul, if you look in there. And mm-hmm. the soul is made up of our intellect, our will, and our emotion. Mm-hmm. And so that's where our true identity, that's our uniqueness, that's our true self. You see what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Yes. Mm-hmm. But so many times, um, 
there's the different things we've gone through in life, whether it's rejection, molestations, on rape, all kind of stuff. It affects the soul. It gets stored in the soul. Mm -hmm. There's a scripture in the Bible in Proverbs four twenty three. It says, "Out of it says above all things, guard the heart, for out of it flows the issues of life." Mm -hmm. It's pretty interesting when you look at that word "heart" in the Hebrew language. Uh -huh. It's lev, and it when you look in the concordance, the strong concordance, it says that it's often referred to the center of something, mm. which is the intellect, the will, and the emotions. Mm -hmm. What else is that? That's mm -hmm. also the soul. So when I take the teachings of Jesus, mm -hmm. and in Mark 4, 2, it says he often spoke to them in parables. He creatively spoke to people. Right. He yeah. would say the kingdom of heaven is like, or the kingdom of heaven is as a man that went to go sow seed. Right. He mm -hmm. used a natural example to explain a spiritual truth that you couldn't see. Mm -hmm. So I take that same principle, and I apply it to the scripture in Proverbs 4, 23. Of course we already know to guard our hearts. A right. rib cage mm -hmm. does that. That's obvious. Right. So it's like, what is, else is he talking about? There's something deeper. And when you look up the meaning, you find it's the intellect, the will, and the emotions. You see, whoa, the soul. The soul is the center of us. It's mm -hmm. our true self. Above all else, guard your soul, mm -hmm. your true self, for out of it will flow all the issues issue of life, of everything you've been through. You see what I'm saying? Rejection, mm -hmm. um, uh, betrayal, all kind of stuff. And so what I see with a lot of people and a lot of the youth, is it's an identity issue, things that has happened to them. Hmm. But that's why you see so many trying to be something that they're not. Right. And therefore, they're never, ever going to be able to be another Jay-Z or another Beyonce or another. You have no idea if even those people are even happy with who they are. Uh -huh. And you're trying exactly. to be something that you're never going to be, and they might not even be happy with who they are. Mm -hmm. You right. see what I'm saying? Right. There's a unique person in each one of them. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing I believe that the enemy tries to use all these different things to keep you from finding out the uniqueness of yourself. Because once you find the uniqueness of yourself, which is rooted in Christ, you find your gifts and you mm -hmm. find the calling and you find purpose. Right. And so I truly believe by helping people understand and see that there is an invisible prison that we can get ourselves trapped inside of. You see mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Right. Because if rejection has scarred you, has wounded you in your mm -hmm. life, then you will look through the lenses of rejection at everything. Mm -hmm. See what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Right. Your intellect, right. the way you think, your, your feelings, the emotions, the way you feel, the will, what you desire, it'll all come. Rejection will be playing like a, a marionette that controls the puppets. You mm -hmm. see what I'm yeah. saying? With the strings. Yeah. And it'll constantly be controlling all of those things. And you won't even notice it. But right. it'll be keeping you trapped inside this prison. So my whole thing is, I believe, by, by, by helping them recognize what it is, mm-hmm. And then showing them through the word of God how to combat those things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You can break those soul ties, which are lies. You know, lies from the enemy. Right. You right. get the lies out because that's if you twist the letters around in the word soul ties, you'll get the word lies out. And so if you get those lies out, you'll break those soul ties, several. And then you can, your soul can now start seeing clearly with the light of God who you are. And now you can start soaring into your destiny. Yeah, you see absolutely. What I'm saying? Wow. That's, that is very powerful. powerful. Yeah, yes. and, and, and that's deliverance in a nutshell. Yes, yes. You know, uh, it's not complicated. And uh, it's not emotionally driven, or it shouldn't be. Yeah. But it is just a simple, you know, bring the awareness, and and then um, you know, use the word of God to compare who you are and identity. Yes. And that person is set free through yes. the word of God, mm -hmm. which is the li the living living word. And you know, you reminded me too about my son. What well, well, we say in, in our home, actually, to our boys, I say sons, but to our, both of our boys, and we we tell them, you know, that. Um, 
out of the abundance of the heart, mm-hmm. the mouth speaks. Yes, right. yes. And you take that further, and life and death are in the power of the tongue. So you begin end up confessing things, what you believe in your heart, and they're coming out, yes. which which will come back as as bondage. Yes. You know, your own words becoming bondage. So you have to, then again, Lord, forgive me, Lord, you know, and just plead the blood of Jesus over your life, yes. you know, to... Uh, free yourself because we we it's this is a journey. Yes, it's not that you know you get to you know, a certain point and that's it. <laughs> but this is this is a battle that we're in. Yes, and uh, you know Joyce Myers wrote a book in the series and she she's well known for it is the battlefield the of the mind. Yes, you know so it's 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 a constant. We have to be, uh, you know, we got to be renewing our mind through His Word. Yes, and to make you know to solidify that identity on a constant basis you know what i mean yeah. just to remind us I, I need a reminder every now and then yeah. you know yeah me too <laughs> of who i am in christ That's and right. be confident in that not be cocky that it, to say this is all me right. but but confident that who the god in me and what what the 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 uniqueness in me That's right. that i can allow to flow out of my life yes and not trying to be like you said jay-z or anybody else yes. mm-hmm. but it's like the teenagers say, "Hey, bro, you be you." Yeah, you yeah, do yeah. You. <laughs> <laughs> you do you. Yeah. Do you. Yeah. you? Do you? You do you. And yeah. also, I think that comes into play when is when you know whose you are. Yes, yes. you know who you That's are. The key. Mm-hmm. So if you want to find, and which is exactly what you're saying, is that identity crisis that we have. But if we know the Father, yes, and if we are so in so far in him then we discover who we truly are yes because what we see is flesh we see we can see weakness we see imperfections um we see so many different things but when the father sees us he sees us differently yes and so um that was one thing that i had to learn okay lord who am i why am i this way why have you created this way well who am i yeah who am I? Yeah. So the more that I began to know the Father was the more that I began to know myself. And when you know that, it makes it so much easier to it accept does. who you are and to know what God has called you to do and the giftings mm-hmm. that he's placed on your life and things. And then, like, this books come out. Yes, exactly. You know, <laughs> and that helps reach other people who are in that same imprisonment, you know, that they're able to come out. And I love what you what you have here on the back because you, you put on there, you said... Um, I do not claim to be the one who is able to save you from these things, but but I can lead you to the one who can and who so longs to set you free. Yes. He's just longing, just waiting, yes. you know, for that moment sure where we just let him free us from that. It's so beautiful, so powerful. Thank yeah. You. And, and I, I just sense, you know, from you that, that God has given you a, an anointing to reach the hard to reach of each family. Mm-hmm. Gives you anointing to reach those hard to reach and that, you know, there's people that even have given up on yeah, them. Yeah. And uh, there's moms that are praying for that, those prodigals that, but they, you know, they're so deep into mess. Yeah. And you, you think like, man, what's gonna reach them? There's, yeah. there's nothing that can reach them, but. God has given you that anointing to pierce through that and mm. reach them where they're at. Amen. So uh, that is that is powerful. You're in the Thank right you. place Thank with you. with um, going into the the juvenile detention centers, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I don't even I, I I'm not sure if, if you even do some street ministry. I haven't uh, yet. I've done it one time, one mm-hmm. time, but um, I haven't done it yet. I kind of feel like the Lord is just bringing me into what my calling is in my ministry. Right. So it's 
Yeah. As he starts opening doors, I just walk on through them. But mm-hmm. I have to make sure that they're the doors that he's opening. You see yes. what I'm saying? In the right timing. Exactly. Yeah, and, and, and I th- I think, you know, um this is what I'm picturing picturing. I, I, I see you in in those what most people call dangerous and perhaps they are, but I see you uh in a dark you know, like just dark alleys, dark streets and and, and you being the light in there and reaching people. You know that 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 are just hard to reach. You know, appreciate that. Yeah, and I just needed to share that Uh, because that's a place that not everybody wants to go. Mm -hmm. Like, Lord, lead me, but not there. Yeah. Or Lord, 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 take me, let me minister, but to the easy ones, the ones that will receive you easily. You know, so not everybody is willing to go to those places. Mm -hmm. They're not willing to see what God is going to do. So. When you do say yes, you know, and make yourself available, then that's when he just starts using you to help these kids just break out of their prisons as exactly. well. So that's am- it's amazing because I know I I don't know, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. to go into the detention center is like, Lord, what would I say? What would yeah. I do? You know, what could I say to reach these kids? But when you have somebody who might have been through something familiar, because sometimes we tell them things that like you don't know. You don't know. Yeah. You haven't been there. You haven't gone through this. Yeah. So when there's somebody who has struggled mm-hmm. with things or have been in places that they have, it's so much easier for them to receive from you. Yeah. You know, and you use that testimony and those things that were meant for bad, and God turns it around for His glory, and even down to the your the meaning of your name. Yes, the Did Lord is salvation. This? The Lord is salvation in Hebrew. Mm. His name means Jehovah saves or God is salvation. Yeah. Yes, sir. Powerful. As you know, I'm not that, the same. And that's, that's, right. and that's what the enemies try to cover all this whole time. Yes. With with the the lunatic title, the, the tombstone, tombstone, and the stone. Exactly. Because exactly. trying to hide your true identity yes, in Christ. Exactly. And I, you know, I also sense too. I'm sorry, you know, just you know, no, go ahead. Just go ahead. That, that there's there's not a person, uh, and I I want to say there's no difficult challenge for you. The anointing that you have, there's no difficult uh, situation that God cannot reach through you. Thank you. Yeah, and, and this, you know, I mean, as I'm speaking, you know, it's there's people's names that come to mind. Now, when I, you know, I don't, I don't want to blast anybody on, you know, the radio here, but, but the Lord knows, and I want to ask you to to pray at the end of the show here for all of those um, sons, uh, you know, uncles, you know, just. I mean, they're all sons at one point. Yes. You know, so mm-hmm. period. Yes. That's their roots. That you would just you just pray a, a prayer of deliverance for them and that God sends um, a Joshua to them. A jo- it's not God sends a Joshua to them to help set them free from their mind, from their mind, will, and emotions so they can come back home. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. They can come back home because that's where they belong. Yes. You know, that's and so uh, I just I just sense that on that. and. And you you mentioned too, uh, you know we have we have some you know about five minutes here, but you mentioned too about identity mm-hmm. and uh, you know this topic was hitting me hard you know it, and it's been on my mind it's fresh on my mind and uh, you came out with a, a short video clip on your Facebook page and uh, or either Facebook or Instagram but you shared about worth and and uh, know your worth yeah. know your worth <laughs> and it ties into identity. 
And in, in, in particular, okay, we, we work with identity with, at a young age, right? We work with children and youth, helping them identify who their identity, whose they are, yes. and who they are in Christ. And, and the other thing is that as adults, and particularly women, that's, what's, that's the fresh topic there. And I don't want to take too much time on that from, from me to but let you talk here. But the, the worth, a lot of women do not see their full worth. No. They don't see their full value. So when you share those words, can you elaborate a little bit about because I believe it'll help women help set women free of, of them seeing their worth. Yeah. So um, I grew up in a household with my mother and three sisters um, most of my life. Oh. And at one point in time, it was my grandmother. So it was nothing but women yes. around. <laughs> yes. And um, so honestly, for the longest time of my life, um, when I got into the streets, I had such an anger towards women. And I mm. didn't know where it came from. I kept thinking that it came from um, not, not that my sisters treated me bad, but just certain things that I felt like they did, you don't do to a man, you know? Mm-hmm. And I felt like my mom wasn't the one stopping them from it. But then when I looked deeper than that, I was like, it has to go deeper. Mm-hmm. My mom was only raising me as the best way she could as right. a female trying to raise a male. As a male, you know that there's certain things that only us males can connect with. So really my anger was really stemming still down to my father being gone because he wasn't there to stop mm. that and put in a check it and say, no, you just don't do that to a man, you right. know? Mm. So for so yeah. long, I just had anger towards women. Then plus, of course, through the betrayals and the cheap, then being cheated on and stuff like that. And I hated women. I hated them. I degraded them in all kind of ways. Mm. But when I gave my life to Christ, my heart shifted. Something shifted inside of me. And I have such a passion now to help restore women's identity. You see, I feel like when you've been one of the people that have done it, that when God changes you, sometimes you're the best person to go back in to replace, to to heal. You see what I'm saying? Uh And so, because honestly, it doesn't make sense in my head, but... That, that I just have a passion for them. So when I wrote that piece, Know Your Worth, it was to to, to, to kill all that stuff of the social media, everything that TV pumps, man. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, it's trying to tell a woman, this is how you're supposed to look. If not, then you're not accepted. Mm-hmm. You see, and then I see so many women that aren't happy with themselves physically or on the inside, you know? Right. And yes. they constantly are trying to please something, trying to live up to an image that they were never meant to be. That's not you. Be you. Embrace you, you know? Right. Take care of yourself. But... You were built and designed as a masterpiece that you are, you know? Mm -hmm. Yes. When you be yourself, you're in a class all by yourself. Mm. So stop trying to be anybody else, you know? Yes. And always let your inner beauty outshine your outer beauty. That's right, because uh, there's there's nobody else like you. Mm -hmm. That's right. So how could you compare to something that there's only one of? Mm -hmm. Exactly. (laughs) That's powerful. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah, that's great. And and so, you know, we're coming to the end of our show here and would you take you take a minute here and and, uh, and pray um, pray that pray, those for those prodigals, the hard to reach people, and 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 the women for their their worth, their yes. value. Lord, I thank you for this day, Father. I thank you for this time, Lord God, for allowing us to 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 have this time together. I thank you for everything that you're doing, Lord. Lord God, I ask that you speak, Father God, to people's identities, Lord God, mm-hmm. those that are struggling with their identity, Father God. Help them, th- them to see who they are in you, Christ Jesus, who you have created them to be. I ask that you set free all those, Father God, that are that are bound, Father God, that are oppressed, Father God, mm-hmm. but you came to set the captives free. I thank you, Lord God, for what you're doing in their lives, for the unique plans and purposes that you have for their lives, Father God. 
And as you continue to liberate them, Lord God, from all the things of their past, Father, I thank you that you will open their, enlighten their, their inner eyes, Father God, mm -hmm. so that they can see who they are in you. And I just ask that you continue to strengthen those mothers, Father God, that are praying for their child. Lord yes. God, let them not give up. Yes. And I pray and ask all this in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. And uh, thank you all for tuning in. We, we have been here with uh, Joshua Young. He's a poetic abolitionist. And uh, if you want to uh, invite him to one of your events or come speak at your church, uh, you can reach him through Facebook. Uh, you can uh, through Joshua Young, his Facebook page, and also through the Poetic Abolitionist on Facebook and on Instagram, the underscore poetic underscore abolitionist to see his short videos so that is all of our time for today and you can email him at the poetic abolitionist at gmail.com so thank you guys for tuning in that's all of our time we love you and uh, share share our post and we'll see you here there or in the air yes We want to thank you for tuning in to Impact Radio, a program in partnership with Mark Lugo Ministries, a ministry that's focused on raising strong families. Follow us on Facebook at Mark Lugo Ministries, on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Mark Lugo Min, or visit us online at www.marklugoministries.org to learn about upcoming events and how to be a financial partner. Our text-to-give code is 210-987-9333. Until next week, let's continue to build strong families, communities, and cities through Jesus Christ.